Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and take you step by step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and you're listening to the My Little Eater podcast. This is the place to be to get information and tips and advice and step-by-step strategies on feeding and nutrition for your baby and your toddler. So I am super excited to dive into today's episode. Today I'm actually talking about the difference between baby-led weaning and baby-led feeding. And actually I'm going to kind of go over a few definitions of some different methods, different terms and phrases that you've probably heard and read online for ways to introduce solids to your baby. So just to provide a bit of clarification and really hone in on my specific method, which is baby-led feeding. Now, we know that there are so many terms that are floating around in the internet world, and I do find that every year there's like something new that comes out. And a lot of those terms are used interchangeably to describe the process of just moving your baby onto food that's not breast milk or formula. And we hear about things like infant weaning, baby-led weaning, infant self-feeding, puree feeding, introducing solids, and the list goes on. And it can get pretty confusing trying to establish the difference between each one. In fact, some terms are really just describing the exact same thing, while others are describing completely different methods of introducing any non-milk food to your baby. So when you hear the term weaning or infant weaning or introducing solids, basically any of those terms mean that you are weaning your baby onto solids of any sort. Whether it be purees or finger foods, the point is that solids are being introduced. And so the term weaning in and of itself can actually be confusing, especially for those of us in North America, because we tend to think of weaning as giving up breast milk or formula, but the term weaning actually means to participate. And in the majority of definitions, it means to accustom your baby to foods other than mom's milk. So we're just starting to introduce solids whenever we say weaning, infant weaning, or again, introducing solids. They all mean the same thing. Now puree feeding, most of us know what that means. Basically food is mashed up, it's in puree textures, it's fed to baby on a spoon and it's fed to baby by the parent. That's been the traditional method all along. I don't need to get into that too much, but that's basically the other main type of weaning. And then lately, more recently, I would say in the last like 12-ish years, maybe 15 years, the term baby-led weaning has been around and sometimes it's referred to as infant self-feeding. And so this term was one that was coined by Jill Rapley. She was a midwife in the UK and it really just describes an infant who is self-feeding on appropriately sized whole pieces of food from around six months of age. So the parent's not doing the feeding here, the baby's doing it. The parent just offers the food and then they step back completely because the idea here is that babies have the skills to teach themselves to eat in you know all these appropriate types of foods. 
So there's no fuss, there's no worry about how much they eat, about mess, about whether they like it or not. It's really meant to just be, you know, you offer food and you go on to eat your own meal and over time your baby will become more and more skilled at eating. It's completely baby led. Your baby teaches themselves essentially. So without trying to complicate the situation here as if those weren't enough terms, I want to propose a new term. One that I live and breathe by, that I base my practice off of, that I base my starting, well, my, I, what I would call my starting solids course, but really it's called baby led feeding course. And in my opinion, it's something that should be embraced by every parent out there because it really fits with all strategies and intentions for feeding, but it basically takes all of the research and it combines it into one and it makes it really flexible and it's, I hope, a lot less stressful for parents because it's not as black and white. So I'm going to go into what the term baby led feeding is. So you just understand this a little bit more. So baby led feeding is when you responsibly feed based on your baby's skills, their cues and sense of independence while gently nudging them along to progress in textures and skills. So ultimately, they're following what I call the texture timeline. This is something that I discuss inside of my baby led feeding online course. And it's basically this general timeline that shows parents the progression of textures um, and generally when babies should be exposed to each texture. And it ensures that babies are getting the maximum variety and exposure to textures, which in turn will maximally develop their skills, which in turn will set them up for a reduced chance of developing picky eating in the long run. So let's just recap. It's when you responsibly feed your baby based on their skills, cues, and sense of independence while gently nudging them along to progress in texture and skills. So whether you start, if I I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't say you're starting with purees or you're starting with finger foods, it doesn't matter because with baby led feeding, no matter which method you start with, it's about feeding them responsibly and again, moving them along that texture timeline. So once they show the developmental signs of readiness to start solids, you just start where your baby is ready and you focus on progressing them from there. So let's just break down the concepts a little bit more. So if we're going to be talking about the baby led part, so letting your baby lead the feeding process and what I really like to do is honor our baby's role in feeding. And this is similar to the baby led weaning philosophy where we are keeping our baby the focus, but whether we're doing finger foods or we're puree feeding, the key here is we're feeding in a responsive way. So we're making them an active participant and a star player in this feeding process. So we respect where they are in the feeding process by offering them food that matches their skill and interest level, while at the same time continually watching for signs that they've mastered a texture and that they can or want to be more independent and move on. So this means that we as parents, we're gonna remove any expectations of how things quote unquote should go in feeding. And we're gonna let our baby lead everything from the pace of the meal, the amount they eat, to the style of feeding for that specific meal. So we as parents or caregivers even, we're not forcing a certain feeding approach. There's no right or wrong here in terms of which one to start with, as long as you have the goal of having your baby independently eat a variety of complex textures by 10 months to one year of age. That's the end goal. So for example, you may have the idea that you wanna start your baby off strictly with purees, but you quickly find out when offering solids that your baby's actually looking to exert their independence and they wanna self-feed right from the beginning. Maybe they're grabbing the spoon, 
they are looking and trying to grab finger foods. Um, they really want to be more independent. So in this case, we would want to take our baby's lead and let them explore finger foods as much as possible to support their curiosity and advanced form of eating. They know their bodies and they know their skills and they're going to start to do what's right for them. Now, conversely, you might have the vision of only doing baby led weaning and you've shunned purees. It's like not a thing for you, but you start to see that your baby's actually not ready or interested in eating finger foods on their own yet. They might be completely ready to start solid. So, you know, you've seen all the developmental signs of readiness in general. They might show a lot of interest in food in general, but they just don't really get how finger foods work yet. And that can happen, let me tell you, sometimes for a couple of months, it takes some time for babies to sometimes take to finger foods. And that's okay. So again, throw any preconceived expectations of how your baby quote unquote should eat and just begin with purees or offer maybe a mix of purees and finger foods. So this way you can see every baby is treated completely differently and we just need to go with what our baby is telling us is right for them at that time. Okay. The other piece of baby led feeding is recognizing our baby's cues and skill level. So one of the key things to note is that in order to execute baby led feeding, you have to learn how to recognize what your baby's telling you. So babies are constantly giving out cues and signals. And especially when we're feeding, basically as a way of communicating to us, babies are telling us things like when they're hungry or they're full, when they're frustrated because something might be too challenging, or even when they're bored and they need to be challenged with more advanced textures and feeding methods. So they're giving off cues to let us know this kind of thing. And in baby led feeding, we really respect and honor those cues and we feed in a responsive way by encouraging our baby to eat without forcing them. And we're paying attention to how our baby is handling food in general to assess the right level of feeding for them. So for example, your baby may happily take to spoon feeding for weeks. Everything's going good, no problems. And then all of a sudden they start refusing being spoon fed and they wanna grab the spoon themselves. So your job is to recognize that your baby is saying, hey, I want to do this myself. And we're gonna let them explore and we're gonna let them feed themselves, maybe with their hand or maybe with a spoon, without trying to trick them into eating with games or distracting them or by holding their hands down. So we're not going to be concerned with we, you know, the idea that we have to keep them on purees because of mess or because it's easier for us or because that's just the way we envisioned and wanted feeding to go. No, we're going to move on as our baby is ready to move on. Now, another scenario, maybe you have a baby who's ready for finger foods. They've been eating different types of finger foods for a while. They're doing great, but you constantly offer him strips of soft meat and you notice he's been gagging frequently for weeks. And if you look at his cues, so maybe there's excessive gagging every meal, difficulty eating, you might want to start assessing, okay, he's having a hard time with that texture. Maybe I have to kind of downgrade it just a slight little bit and see how he does with that. That's going to give you a lot more information. So this isn't to say that gagging isn't expected when eating solids or when eating purees or finger foods, really. It's normal. And like I said, it should be expected without having to, you know, downgrade every time and stay with super easy textures. But excessive gagging so every meal most of the meal and really it's preventing them from actually being able to eat the food because 
it's just too too difficult that would necessitate an assessment to see okay is the food texture too difficult or maybe is there a more serious issue that's happening in the background do we need to consult anyone that kind of thing so again we're really really focusing on baby's cues and we're responding you see how that responsive feeding is happening now the same goes for a baby maybe who eats a couple bites at a meal and decides they are done okay this is so common they're turning their head away perhaps they're purposely dropping or throwing pieces of food or they're pursing their lips shut if it's purees let's say um, or they're kind of getting fussy so recognizing these signs as indications that our baby is full or just not interested in eating at that time is really important in letting our baby lead based on those hunger and fullness cues so again whether we think they've had enough food or not, we're keeping this process baby-led, we're reading their cues, we're going off their lead, and then we're responding accordingly. Okay, the third kind of major concept with baby-led feeding is, again, we're gently nudging the baby along the texture timeline. So in order for our babies to execute their role in guiding feeding sessions, we need to allow them to explore all kinds of textures for them to be able to let us know what they're ready for now and when they're ready to move on. It is crucial that we are continually providing opportunities for our baby to explore a variety of healthy food in a variety of textures. And then we let our baby do the rest. So perhaps this means that we're gonna serve purees alongside of a couple finger foods during maybe the first few meals to see what, you know, where does our baby lean more towards? And then once maybe our baby has mastered a certain texture, we're gonna to continue to challenge them with something a little bit more difficult or different meal to meal. So let me give you an example. Someone can do baby led weaning all day long, you know, for months and months and months. And really they're still giving them bananas and soft cooked sweet potatoes and avocados and rice rusks and all these like soft kind of you know, one dimensional textures, they haven't really moved them along. And although technically, yeah, it's baby self feeding or baby led weaning or whatever you want to call it, the parents aren't progressing them along the texture timeline. So even though there's a lot of good in that, there's still so much missing in this whole concept of wanting our baby to develop skills. And a lot of times that just happens because we're afraid or again, we might be uneducated or feeling not confident about how to serve other types of food, that kind of thing. Another example, maybe your baby has mastered the texture of very soft mushy purees or finger foods after a couple weeks and you can see that he eats it with ease and that the need to chew is actually very minimal. So if your baby's just taking it in, swallowing, no issues, no challenge there, this is where you can push him or her along with a slightly more advanced texture for them to learn and progress without holding them back on too soft textures or on purees just because it's easier for us to deal with or because maybe self-feeding is too messy. So as feeding guru and dietitian Ellen Sater says, go off what your baby can do and not what age they are or what others expect. So as you can see, with baby-led feeding, we are learning how to respond to all their cues and it's this delicate balance between respecting where they are at the time and gently nudging them and challenging them by providing continual opportunities to practice with different types of foods and different types of finger foods you know, as time goes on. So in other words, babies have an active role, but parents also have an active and responsive role in the feeding process too. 
So ultimately, as I mentioned before, I really just want to clarify, some parents will choose to start, you know, the first few meals or first few weeks off with that traditional puree approach, while others might want to initially start off with finger foods right from the get-go. Both approaches can work great, but only when the parents are guided by the baby's unique development and follow their lead. Because the ultimate goal is always going to be to advance to self-feeding as soon as baby is ready, which can be as early as six months old, you know, for some babies if we let them. For others, it might be a seven or eight months old. Others, it might be at nine or 10 months old. But basically, know that an all or nothing approach is not needed. If we're doing our job and our baby has no medical or feeding issues, really we should see all babies at the exact same place by about 10 months of age. So that's the end goal here. So don't concern yourself with, you know, I have to be black and white and only do baby led weaning or only do puree feeding or one is bad and one is good. No. Remember the big picture here, we're following our baby's lead. And I personally think this is the best method and that encompasses all the types of research without being too crazy about it all, if you know what I mean. So if you are interested in learning how to introduce solids and how to introduce finger foods specifically to your baby, the baby led way, I take you step by step through every little thing that you can imagine that you would need to know with doing this whole process in my online baby led feeding course. So if you're interested in setting your baby up for, yes, the best nutritional start and want to encourage a happy, confident self-feeding baby and avoid picky eating later, no stress or at least very minimal stress involved because, hey, we're parents, let's be real, we're going to stress a little bit but this course is the one for you. So I encourage you to check that out. Check out the link in the show notes. And I hope this little episode was clarifying for you and gave you a little bit more insight into how I approach feeding babies. Okay, everyone, take care and I'll talk to you soon.